वेलकम टू सिडनी रिफ्लेक्ट सुने ना योगी थैंक यू बिकेस फॉर हैविंग मी हाउ आर यू टुडे फैंटास्टिक एंड हाउ हाउ यू आई एम गुड मैन आई हैव बीन गुड आई हैव बीन बिजी एक्चुअली ऑल्दो इट्स बीन लाइक अ लॉकडाउन एंड वी आर इनसाइड वी कैन गो आउट बट आई हैव बीन यूटिलाइजिंग माय टाइम प्रॉपर्ली एक्चुअली बीन फन हाउ अबाउट यू I guess um it's the same um mm-hmm. just busy working from home and also working on three other projects and you know mm. more of um always doing something at home like read books or write or even like you know do house chores so mm. it, it keeps you busy and going on yeah man you need to keep yourself busy because if you just stay silent and don't do anything you know i don't know with others but with me if i stay silent my mind starts starting you know like overthinking everything you know like it always needs it's like my mind needs to do something all the time and if i don't do anything proper like a physical thing it starts doing thing in itself it's in my mind you know mm-hmm. <clears throat> so i always try to keep myself busy so the, yeah that's the nature of mind <laughs> yeah that's what we are here to talk about about neural linguistic program <laughs> But before we get into that we always like to share our journey as our international students. So since you are an international mm-hmm. student tell us your story like what was it like for you when you started and what is it for you like right now what have you learned what was the journey like? Well um when the journey started I didn't even know that mm-hmm. I would end up coming here. Uh, and you know choosing to be international student i was just high school graduate and you know just preparing for my medical exam but then mm-hmm. i was like with all friends and influences i was like hey just let's give it a try you know how it goes and it's not too bad mm-hmm. you know so it just happened like in a couple of months and then i ended up being here in sydney and um first couple of months were just like you know I'm mm-hmm. um, getting to know where things are, where is city, you know, where's my uni, like you know where where are the buildings because all the buildings are everywhere. I'm trying to navigate, you know, like mm-hmm. the timetable. So all these things for the next few months and trying to find a job, like part-time job that I could do. And my first job was at McDonald's here in Brookville. <laughs> so yeah, so so that that's how it started. And mm-hmm. then here I am now. <laughs> I mean, how, how long did you how long time or did it take for you to find your first job here in australia uh i think about 2 to 3 months 2 to 3 months before so you had no job at all yeah. for 2 3 months no i didn't uh-huh okay but the funny thing was even though i got the job but mm-hmm. then because i was um before when i was uh, 18 and after 18 plus mm-hmm. you know there is um like um a little you know switch in hours because <laughs> i was only working in mcdonald's okay so i used to get more of the night shift and it would be like in the middle of the night like 12 uh, to like you know 3 uh-huh. or like 4 or 5 and like it was kind of like annoying like you have to travel all the way i used to live and i think what that time i was in western suburbs and mm-hmm. to travel all the way to northern beaches but it is what it is you just grow with it i guess and you gain confident because you're putting yourself out there and doing mm-hmm. things that you have to do yeah. so that was my first job mhm and what happened after that 
Oh, well, after that, um, slowly the uh, uni was going on, you know, making new friends from different like culture and, you know, just kind of mm. like a little bit of pressure because um, pressure, not in a sense of study, more in a sense mm. of like, you know, trying to mix with, you know, the blend with the culture. Blend with the culture. That was yeah. more, more tougher. Because, for example, for me, when I actually went to, um, you know, like, like, for example, I went out with friends and like, mm. you know, um, they would talk about something, I would talk about something and it was just like, hey, what is this? You know, how am I going to get this? Or what topics would I talk about so that we both can have some common thing to talk about? Mm -hmm. So just blending of that, you know, getting to know that culture was a little bit tough, but it was for another like six, seven months and then slowly yeah, getting used to it. And mm. here we are, I think, having a nice, beautiful community around. Mm -hmm. So how had your lifestyle changed? Like what was it like when you came here and for the first you know, like three four months and like right now well well i remember of one incident in particular uh -huh. um i remember i was with my cousins when i first came in in dy and uh, we we're about to cross the road and how they had this little button to press <laughs> before you cross i was about to cross like that and then my mother pulls you away like you're not supposed to cross like that and i said like no there were no vehicles coming in i can actually press you i was like no i never do that you gotta press that thing and then you have to wait for the signal and then you cross i'm never ever going to forget that <laughs> Yeah, I, I also actually learned that I actually used to make like daily vlogs and I actually had it in my vlog to like it was a new thing for me, you know, like you have to press that and it opens and you have to go. <laughs> that was a new thing. Yeah. And yeah, somehow I wasn't even confident to cross the road properly. Like out here when you're in the zebra crossing, it's always like you have the priority, but you were not confident when you are you know, here for the first time. Yeah. So looking back at that and now what is something that you have learned? What is something that you would like to give out to any international student who is already here or who is about to come here? I would say um, don't limit yourself. Mm -hmm. Go and explore the possibilities um, because, you know, um, if you don't have experience, you know, you'd hardly know what is right for you or what is not right for you. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not telling you to go and jump in everything, but just like, for example, if, yourself you are passionate about photography videography and stuff what if you always said oh I, my profession is i'm in engineering and i'm mm. sitting on like sticking into this i want this but rather than saying that this is something i like let me give it a go let me give it a shot mm. so similar like that if you have something that you're passionate about you want to do it i think you just you know try to find those ways to engage mm. or if, and especially being international even more tougher because we got to pay our fee we got to you know pay our rent we got to pay our you know health insurance and stuff like everything you know mm. so basically supporting ourselves and also you have like all these um pressure for exams assignments yeah. and like group you are pausing you it's a very bad all COVID stuff right going on at the time must be it's like you know it's, yeah it's like you're punching back and everybody just um you know Your Nate is really bad right so, now can you hear me <laughs> I can still hear you. But your nade just went off. Oh, what happened? I don't know. You were just like, hey, that happened. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe the reception, I guess, now. <laughs> your nade. Yeah, go on. What are you were saying? That's what I could say. Yeah, there's something wrong so with the internet for I was sure. about to say, like, yeah. That's okay. So what I feel like is 
to be an international student, it's like you are a punching bag. Mm-hmm. Just an example, you know, because yeah. like, because if any changes happens politically or financially or, you know, any, any level of changes, like, you know, mm-hmm. public health sector or whatever it is. So who get affected easily is us because we are so in vulnerable state. Yeah. Not in, in one way, but in multiple ways. We are vulnerable financially, emotionally, mentally, you know, in terms of like having your family and friends. We don't have it here. Cause mm. so let's let's assume someone comes from overseas to this place. You don't just make friends in like in a couple of months. You can make friends, mm. but you wouldn't make a friend that has, you know, built that trust, that level of relationship of that they can come and help you out. So it takes like years and like, you know, to build that relationship and to to come to that point where you feel that okay you belong to this place so being international it's it's not an easy thing mm-hmm. but definitely our experience to have you know worth for and yeah. yeah i would encourage people whoever are looking forward to come over and you know be international yeah go for it it's hard so then it's you hard. gotta have this mindset yeah, that just... you'll be like a punching bag and you can yeah. be punched from anywhere you need be prepared to... <laughs> realize all those things yeah when you whenever you're coming here you need to make your own analysis you know you need to see what are the good things of being here and then what are the bad things of being here and you'll have to make an analysis you know you can just can't you know make your decision based on one single friend who is here and who's saying that yes everything is good it's happy and fun you know you need to see both sides although there is there are things out here which it's somehow luxury to people out there back in our country, you know. But there are also hard days. We have to work in the same amount. You have to bear and work the same kind of amount of pressure, you know. So, yeah, you need to see both sides Absolutely. before you come here. Mm. Yeah, but then contrary to that, what happens is um, um, not, you know, all people think in that way. Mm. That's another thing. You know why we don't think in that way? That's another thing. Because what happens is our uh, mind creates this whole, this fake reality that, you know, whatever we want, mm. you know, why we desire the energy, you know, the focus goes on that side. Mm-hmm. And even though that, that little part of you is like, maybe that could be, there could be something, go and check, go and mm. do this. But we still go with that, you know, a whole high energy and we are like, no, that's fine. I can trust this mm. process and I can work. So I would be like, okay, even though you have your intuition and everything, but always, you know, be conscious and be, then check pros and cons mm-hmm. how things are over there. Yeah, I think with these people, they just don't want to do a lot of work. You know, they just want to let someone else do the work and just give them the money and, you know, not do your own research and anything and later on complain that they didn't provide you the right services or they didn't tell you about something. There's your responsibility mm-hmm. too, man. I mean... You're going to a different country. You're going to be living there in a completely different world. You have to prepare yourself somehow. You just can't depend upon someone else to do that. You know? And no one can actually teach you that completely. Like, that's the experience I've had. Like, I did my research before I came here. But no matter how much you should do, there is always be that part where you wouldn't understand things or you wouldn't know things until unless you hear yourself and face it yourself. Mm -hmm. Because again... All of the situation is the same for different people, depending on their personality and their everything. It's different, you know. So there's always that part you have to do your proper research and know everything. So that at least you have the basic idea and you can manage the rest of the things when you come here. Right? Right, absolutely. 
absolutely and also mm. i really want to stress this is is one part is like um we know like you said you know like we wouldn't know those things that actually you are meant to come here and experience and then only you'll get to know mm. so be open for that you know be open for that you know be, being opening means when you come here and when you go through this kind of experience that could be good that could be bad or that could be awkward mm. but that little thought need to amplify at that time and say you like hey this is what i signed up for you know mm. and i'm not giving up so at that time when you already have that thought process beforehand mm. what happens is when you face that situation that little thought would be like amplifying and saying hey i'm yeah. there for you and we we you know signed up for this and we're not backing up one of the first things i talked about in terex was that that is building your mindset you know like we are going to talk more about this again in the neuro linguistic program itself but it's about mindset like this is again it's about layers as you said and somehow you need to build that mindset that i can do this i will be able to do this you know and no one else whatever they say they are not going to influence me because also you need to know your limitations again you can't just be ignorant and say i'm right all the time but you also need to build that mindset that whatever you're trying to do or thinking to do it is possible and you can do it and not anyone else could somehow motivate you or influence you to not do it because when i came here at the beginning there 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 was this guy who was just here for like 6 months and somehow he thought of himself of so much of superior than me and there were other people who were like saying that i couldn't do stuff that i wanted to do i actually learned mm-hmm. this thing also hard way in the sense that you can actually do whatever you want because this is something that i realize now looking back at how i was passionate about music but i didn't continue it because i think there was a lot of influences from mm-hmm. people there was this thing that you can't have your legs in both field and do good in both field which is i think something right. that needs to change i totally mm-hmm. don't believe in that if you have your mindset you can ha- again you can have in everything but you can choose at least two or three and actually work on that and build them regularly you need to prioritize things like this is the, my mm-hmm. first priority and this is where i'm going to keep most of my time but except then that now i can keep continuing think of you know like the uh, pod- uh not podcast the tape talk that um mm-hmm. was organized um the one that we went to see mm-hmm. remember there was this whole topic about multipotentialite Mon- i don't know if you remember or not but but multipotentialite so these are this group of people that mm-hmm. like love to do multiple things simultaneously okay. so there are these people so normally what we are told is you know you got to choose one field and focus on that well you can't say no to that but there are people that mm. actually do that and those group those category of people are called that okay so and i was the most happiest when i yeah. <laughs> heard of it that day i was like yeah was I'm that the crazy one too i'm everywhere too <laughs> yeah who, who in whose speech was that was it i can't exactly remember but it the was somewhere syndrome. around the end of the story sorry There was this lady who talked about like poppy syndrome mm. or something like that is was she the one Um I can't figure out who was it but I clearly remember me mm. and uh, my other friends we are very happy when we actually got to know that it mm. exists and we do exist meaning you know like like <laughs> yeah, yeah that actually describes us I actually So now be proud of yourself you can yeah, I am proud out. of myself <laughs> because this is something actually again this suddenly leads back to the same thing like 
how I got frustrated from music and I didn't continue it. But there was a time after that where I decided that, okay, I might not have any special talent of its own, but I'll develop my mm-hmm. own talent. And that is being a jack of all and master of none. That's my talent. You know, I'm a jack of all and master of none. And that's what I believed in. And that's what I kept on trying and continuing mm-hmm. right now here. As you can see, like within this, my time of being an industry student, I was doing my studies, I was paying my bills and loan, but I was also trying to give time to things that I love to do, you know, because it's always possible. It's about time management. You will have to prioritize things. Maybe you wouldn't be able to do it on a daily basis. But, you know, whenever you can have, even if you have like this half an hour a week, do what you love to do, you know, like continue, learn something. Absolutely. Yeah, hmm. that's that's how it's supposed to be. It so all of this people. actually can be somehow explained through mm-hmm. neuro linguistic programming, right? So tell us so what is. I have this. Mm-hmm. Um, I not I have I have heard this um, saying from I think that's from Tony Robbins. Um, what is like you know life in a way, or is life is basically growth. Mm-hmm. We're not talking a really broader view, but but in terms of what we do every day. So what is life? Is life is growth. Mm. You know, so if we don't grow, mm. means the life ends. Yeah. So if we don't nurture our every day, no, yeah. So if you don't do it, means what? It's gonna die. That's as simple as that. So this is what Tony Robbins says, mm-hmm. um, and um, I think it's very practical. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what you do if you want it um, for a long term then definitely you need to know either there's growth or if it, there's no growth means it's mm. dead. That's how you have to think. So coming back to neuro-linguistic programming or NLP in short form. Mm-hmm. So um, I joined neuro-linguistic programming back in 2018. Mm. When did you come um, in here? I didn't get that. Uh, I have been here in 2014. 14, okay. It's been six years. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, so 2018, I was introduced to this course and I didn't think of anything else. I straight away jumped in it because mm-hmm. uh, brain science is something I've always been very passionate about. Mm-hmm. So what neuro-linguistic programming is in a simple way is neuro means definitely brains, your, your whole system of like, you know, nerves, how they go. Mm-hmm. And linguistic means your language. So you are using this language to anchor your brain how they mm-hmm. fire and wire. So that's how it is. To simplify, that's how what neurolinguistic programming is. So programming mm-hmm. is definitely what you do. You edit things, you add things, you take off things that you don't need. You know? mm-hmm. So that is what neurolinguistic programming does. And um, so it's a part of neuroscience. Mm-hmm. So uh, which actually helps you build that, you know, uh, rewiring of your, the way you think or the belief system that you have mm-hmm. to install and, you know, to get it out of your system. That's what uh, neurolinguistic programming is. Okay. So, do you? How, how does it work? Like, what do they do, or what does it look like? You know, in general layman terms. Okay. You say? Okay. For example, mm-hmm. I would I say is like, uh, like you say, being mentally strong. Mm-hmm. What is being mentally strong? You said. Before coming here to Australia, students should, you know, have a research and be mentally prepared or strong. What mm. do you mean by being mentally prepared and being mentally strong? So for me, being mentally what prepared, what do you do for that? Strong means 
I would do my research. I would talk to people and find out what the situation is like here. And it's not from one particular person, but I will try to ask different people from different background with different perspective or different mindset and gain that mm -hmm. knowledge and build up my own like theory. Like, okay, this is what it's going to be like. This is how I should be prepared. And these are the things that, because I remember what I did was when I heard that in Australia, you have to work for like 12 hours or more. And it's like a very physical or pre-stretching job. I actually used to wake up early morning and do morning work at least five kilometers run every day, just because it would be helpful for me to work those long hours. So that's like being mentally and physically prepared. Exactly. So now here we, I can take you how it happens. So you being able to work 12 hours, you're already rewiring your body because your body is not, mm -hmm. hasn't been prepared before. So now you're preparing, you're warming up for that 12 hours before. Mm. So what is that? That's actually also a form of neurolinguistic programming. Let's say. Mm. You're already doing that. So for you, you might not realize to get up and to do that exercise. Mm -hmm. whatever time you wake up early in the morning, let's say five o'clock, you did not just decide, okay, I'm getting up five o'clock and I'm doing, no, mm -hmm. there was lots of thought that went into your brain. You did mm -hmm. lots and lots of self thoughts, you know, talking to yourself, you know, mm -hmm. you, the, in life, the most you talk is not with other people, you yourself. Yeah. So you did that talk and that talk went in so long that end of the day, what happened is you're like, okay, I'm taking this action. Mm -hmm. So it went to another level from one little thought to multiple thoughts, multiple level of self thoughts, mm -hmm. you know, like self talk leading to self talk. And then what happens? You went to action and then you rewired your whole body. First, you started with that talk, mm -hmm. then rewire your body and you made it ready and you prepared. So when you came here, you mm -hmm. did not feel as much pressure as mm -hmm. you could have felt if you haven't done that. Yeah. You know, so mm -hmm. that is a little example. Like you said, your journey, this yeah. is also part, but to accelerate any goals, for example, you can mm -hmm. use neurolinguistic programming to help achieve those goals. Okay. Even for example, um, if you want to lose weight, I actually designed my own hypnotherapy se like um, a session, mm -hmm. and I used to play it every every day before mm -hmm. going to bed, and okay. in the morning before I what get up. What did you up. do? In the, uh, that was in uh, last year lockdown. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what was it like? What, did you have some recordings or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I just audio recorded. Mm. So you just make this whole thing out of yourself. Um, because I did hypnotherapy and time therapy and stuff as well. So I made mm. my own um, a whole session for mm. like, you know, especially design and how I am and how what self-talk I do. Mm. And yeah, so I used to play it in the morning and before, you know, going to bed. Because what happens is in those time frames, you there is this little thin layer between conscious and unconscious mind that's called um, critical factor. So mm -hmm. that critical factor needs to open up so that mm -hmm. you know all the information that you want your unconscious to absorb, you know, can absorb. So that critical factor actually opens up when you are like you know in this state where you are half awake mm -hmm. and half asleep. So hypnosis actually helps you to open that critical factor. So that's when you actually insert all the information that okay. you actually want to apply in your life. So that was my way of doing. Mm -hmm. So that's how I ended up making that. And yeah, and then the results your were network, amazing. It, says it doesn't happen like that in one day. To to... Your screen just shrinked out. What happened? Okay, still the network thing. <laughs> yeah. 
It says your I'm network bandwidth sure. is like there is something going on. <laughs> I, I, I only got little notification on a stable network, but then it just yeah. disappeared. All right, go on. That's right. Mm -hmm. So that's how neuro-linguistic programming is. You know, you can mm. actually use it for um, little things to bigger things. For example, being decisive, you mm. know, so taking big decisions in your life, you know, so you mm. can use those tools. Basically, uh, yeah. So you're it, saying that you can yeah. actually teach yourself that, you know, like how to achieve your goals better but through this programming. So, yeah, okay. that's what you do. Mm. And uh, you can also help people do it with the same How techniques. do you do that? So what happens is, um, like if I'm doing for myself, Mm -hmm. I would, like I said, I would see, I'll see what areas of my life, basically what we do, we just divide our life into different areas, you know, mm -hmm. you know, like health, finances, career, um, relationship, mm -hmm. family. So you just break this down, your friends, and then you just mm -hmm. dive more deep into it. You know, what I want, you take a reference point. This is what me is mm -hmm. and where I am. That's where you start. Okay. Based on all those factors you just said. Yeah, all those things you see. Mm -hmm. So you divide all this. So, for example, with my study or my career, where I am. So I'm a first graduate. I just got my first job. You know, this is where I am. But where I want to be, mm -hmm. you know, in next five years or next three years. So you can just draw this um, reference point for yourself somewhere mm -hmm. in the future. This is what I want to be. This is where I am. So in that way, what you do is, so you don't only choose for one thing. So you choose for your health, whatever you want to work on, mm. and then you measure yourself. So what will it take for me to be this person to that person? Because mm. basically who is changing here? Not the environment. It's you changing, you mm. making decisions, you taking actions, you changing your habits, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So you do that. And what happens is um, you, so your first thing is you visualize. This mm. is what I want. This is who I am now. Mm. The second step is you go and find out the person that's going to help you out. Mm -hmm. You can't go do it on your own. What happens is for us, our self-talk can anywhere, anytime just go back to us, backfire and say, hey, I can take a break one day today. That's fine. Mm -hmm. I can wake up 10 minutes late. That's fine. So we need someone, a coach or a practitioner to help us, guide us and make us accountable. So you want to make sure we have that person. Um, which is basically a neurolinguistic practitioner or a coach. Mm -hmm. or so even you can't do it on yourself? You can do, but I would still suggest it will, it will mm -hmm. depend on what kind of goals it is. For okay. example, as little goal as like, for example, losing weight had been one of a really like, you know, challenging thing for me forever. I always thought I'm big bone, really chubby and this and that, all the stuff that I used to make up. And then I tried several times and I failed, 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 failed. But then I was like, okay, I'm trying this tool. I give it a try. I got get you know, my results. So mm -hmm. you can try, but what happens is if it is on the basic levels, that's okay. But when it escalates up to having anxiety, you mm -hmm. know, having all these guilts, hurt, you know, all these emotions, you don't want to, you know, risk that. Yeah. Okay. Because what happens is, you are already in this place where, you know, you are like, you know, 50 to 80% of your um, self thoughts are not good enough to protect you. If you mm -hmm. leave it by yourself, you could be motivated for five days, 10 days, 
Mm. What about the other days? So to go from that zero you to 100% of you, that best version of your, you know, you, you need someone to make you accountable, to direct you, to guide you, you mm. know? So you, that's why we need someone to be there who, who is an expert mm. in that area. And you find that person. And the third thing is definitely you need to be able mm. to commit to yourself. Yeah. You cannot have someone on board. For example, if I would have a client, I cannot get a client who is not ready to work and just, you know, throws out money in my face. Mm. I can't do that because end of the day, that person is going to do the work. Mm, exactly. You know, that person is supposed to be ready. So you can't do that. So basically three steps. That are, that's what I would say. First thing is, you know, where you want to be mm -hmm. and you know where you are. Mm -hmm. Second thing is get your practitioner. Mm. And third thing is be ready to commit. Mm. Yeah. You know, do your want is more than who you are today. Mm -hmm. Do you want to be that person that you have, you know, uh, visualized? Do you, how eager are you? Are you in hundred percent or are you 99? If you're 99, sorry, you can go back. Mm. That's how you have to, you know, have yeah, that yeah, talk yeah. and thought. You need to be ready. You need then to... only you get the results. Yeah, you need to be able to do mm -hmm. what need, needs to be done. You know, like to get up that, which isn't That's easy it. again. Which shouldn't be, which wouldn't be no. easy, I guess, right? It's not, but it can be easy. Mm -hmm. It can be easy. Mm -hmm. That's where neurolinguistic programming comes to play. Mm -hmm. How it becomes more easier and fun is because. Like we have different, like, you know, levels of our brain, mm. simply let's just say conscious and unconscious. Mm. So what happens to our conscious mind also con our controls, you know, um, different areas of brain that, mm. you know, are already, you know, linked with doing the same thing all the time. Mm. Okay. And our unconscious also, you know, looks after those part of the brain. So what happens is there is this whole conflict going on because unconscious does not communicate directly. Mm. it communicates indirectly mm. which meaning meaning for example let's say oh i want to sleep extra five minutes in the morning mm. your conscious brain is saying hey get up go and do that but unconscious is still like oh you know because mm. it doesn't have a language to talk to so it's mm. not going to mm. tell you anything even though it controls it doesn't say anything okay so what you gotta do is you gotta trick that unconscious mm -hmm. you know to actually activate to make you get out of the bed mm. That's so it might um, sound a little like, you know, uh -huh. rough and tough to understand, mm -hmm. but the end goal is to make sure that you, your unconscious is ready to uh -huh. activate like that. For example, what our heart does pumps the blood. Mm -hmm. So it isn't something that consciously it's done. It's unconsciously done. It just, you know, activates itself. It's, there's a certain loop. It goes down there mm -hmm. again, it pumps and again, it throws. That's how it does. So we want to make sure that our habits are like that. What are habits? Basically, habits are a certain, you know, pathways in our neurosystems, mm -hmm. you know, a certain loop that it actually goes and does. And, you know, for example, brushing your teeth. Brushing your teeth when you're a kid must have been tough. It wasn't easy. You might have cried. Well, when I had my previous flatmate, um, uh -huh. we had this two-year-old little girl. Uh -huh. Oh, my God, there's a huge scream and fight going on Just in the morning and before the bed. Uh -huh. <laughs> So it wasn't easy, but mm. now what happens when you don't brush, you feel like, oh my God, something's happening. You're very yeah, uncomfortable. Missing. Yeah. You don't feel like it's something hard to do. 
Mm. How did you install that? M number of time of practice? They repeated it, same thing again and again. Exactly. So what happens is we do repeated actions plus because what happens zero to seven years of the A's, it's very, mm. um, is the A's where before I was talking about this critical factor, critical mm. factor is not built in. So what happens is whatever you say, the brain easily takes in, mm -hmm. just absorbs. It's like, you know, that In sponge. Yeah. Just it's always easy to learn anything. Yeah, that's it. So, but after <clears throat> seven, slowly the critical factor starts to build up. And after 16, you hit, mm -hmm. it's kind of like a little solid, but now it gets tougher. So mm -hmm. for us young adults, it's getting more harder for us to actually switch into new habits or new patterns. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where... The challenge comes in so these tools actually help you you know bypass that critical factor and actually mm -hmm. install the things that you actually need to be installed so that you can be that best version of you you know and achieve those goals that you actually want to achieve so that's where neurolinguistic programming comes to play mm -hmm. do you have like any examples of like how someone might have used this because i do have one actually i just saw recently so let me just share mine then maybe if you have something you can always share that uh i was just watching this video where they were talking about like how they actually trained snipers using this programming you know so they actually mm -hmm. got so there was something i i don't know exactly what it was just a short video like but there was like army training for sub shooters or whatever where only 20 percent used to pass in the time period of like four weeks or something so mm -hmm. what I think it was again the Tony Robbins that you said Anthony Robbins his name was Anthony mm -hmm. Robbins yeah. and Richard Bandler or something like that. So Richard U.S. government Branson, actually yeah. yeah U.S. government actually hired them and actually they took out five of the best top snipers and they used this neurolinguistic programming to see what are those five people actually doing not only like how they are shooting but what are they thinking emotionally physically how are they reacting to things and it's and everything considering all mm -hmm. of those factors and they somehow narrowed it down to seven weeks i mean sorry seven days from four weeks to one week of time and they could see an improvement rate of like 80 percent used to like pass instead of just 20 percent so that's the kind of Absolutely. thing that's you can actually the... achieve from neurolinguistic programming right exactly it accelerates the time so like this if i like how i said three steps first mm -hmm. you visualize what you want because you need to have a clear intention on your goal otherwise you know your brain does not know what it wants so you got to give a direction when you know mm -hmm. this is what i want second go find a coach go find a practitioner third thing be committed that's it you'll get your goal definitely but one of the main problems we have is it's hard to start you know like you know that you're already in a shit situation but mm -hmm. somehow something is actually blocking you from like getting out of that how does mind okay. work to actually do that okay so what happens is while we're grown up like i said zero to seven we catch mm -hmm. up all the beliefs yeah we are like a little um, sponge and we just absorb as much as we can mm -hmm. so in that process we don't know what we absorb so these are the things when you like for example young adults there is a lot of you know pressure um you know socializing mm -hmm. doing things that they love to do um most of the young adults like especially back home we are like okay this is what you got to be that's what the mm -hmm. parents would say or the friends would say they would do, do it um people don't have capacity to say no 
you know, in their relationship, most mm -hmm. of the times, um, you know, they're not able to commit or, mm -hmm. you know, with their own, like, you know, parents, they wouldn't be able to communicate much. Siblings, you know, having all these here and there issues. Mm -hmm. So all this, you know, narrowing down to all these little things in your life. Why do, are you acting certain way? Or why am I acting? Why my sister's acting? Or why you're acting? Or why my friend is acting? Mm. It's because we came up with this belief system somewhere. And it's Throughout actually, our lifetime. they are monitoring us. Like we talked about this before, our brain, um, there's, you know, our brain cannot take everything at once. It does absorb, but it, you mm -hmm. know, distorts the thing that's not needed. Yeah. So it only takes things that's needed. So how it takes is based on the beliefs we actually picked up. Mm -hmm. Hey, I had this due to seven years of age. Mm -hmm. So this is something that's relatable. Okay. In the, Somehow in we the don't realize that, I guess, you know, like, like it, 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 because there was this example, like when the guy asked, like, when you think of like someone getting beaten, what you think of or something like that. And what clicked on to me was like, there are different kinds of fightings, beatings and everything. But all that I could think at the moment was how my father used to slap me. You know, so it's something like it has been there. You're saying the same thing, right? How it has been there from the childhood. So what happens is mm -hmm. your brain uh, likes to pick up the things that it absorbed. Mm -hmm. For example, someone talking about their story got you related to your relationship with your father and the things that happened to you. Mm -hmm. So that is what happens with every human being, you mm -hmm. know? So, so we need to now understand the basics. So this is the basics. So you need to, you know, like, for example, for once I remember, um, I saw this whole dream, you know, mm -hmm. the dream I saw, like, uh, you know, I was wishing that I would die. Mm. And the other day I just woke up and I was so much, you know, in frustration was like a kind of like a few years ago. And I was like, why am I wasting myself to die? You mm. know, and there must be something, oh my God, you know, the meaning of dreams. Oh Ooh, God. Do you used to have like recurring for. dreams or was it just a once in dream? <laughs> no, 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 it's just all of a sudden random okay. dream that I had. Mm -hmm. And now what I thought next day, whole day is like, oh my God, what does this dream mean? There is something, oh my God, I'm not going to live long or what? So all this thought came to me. And mm -hmm. then now when I look back to, into why I gave those thoughts and why my whole, like, you know, like a week or something, I was just like, you know, struggling. Mm -hmm. The reason was because when I was young, you know, like I was told like dreams have meaning. And when you see this kind of dream means this and this is going to happen to you. Yeah. That's what I was told. Mm -hmm. So now I see this means this is going to happen to me. So I'm suffering my past, actually. I'm not suffering my present. This thing already happened in the past. But I amplified it. My brain mm. amplified it. So now, if I'm in this situation today, what I would do is, okay, I saw the stream. That's okay. Mm -hmm. It's a part of like, you know, thought process. For example, um, like we're having this conversation before, mm. if our um, last job is to walk, our brain mm. job is to create thoughts. Think. And thoughts, yeah. if you keep a little extra energy on it, it's going to amplify it. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, bugger it. It's just a dream. It will go away. Somewhere, you know, these flickering <coughs> thoughts come and go. So yeah. if I give energy to it, what will happen? Again, all the story, I'll relieve, I'll relieve mm -hmm. my past. And I'll feel those emotions mm -hmm. of nervousness, anxiety, you know, or like all these things. And what happens is all these kind of emotions are basically the chemicals. 
mm. inside our body. So these chemicals are not going to do any good to you. So, you know, the outcome or, or the, you know, the vertical gist of this is mm. you need to understand where it is coming from. You need to understand that um, when you know it's something that mm. you don't, don't need, I think try not to think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, there could be thoughts coming. Thought coming does not mean thinking. Mm. Thinking means when you give energy to it and you kind of you go and you're like scratching and having a look at it. Mm-mm. Don't do that. Let it just pass by. You know, yeah, take extra I, one nice to breathe in and out. That's, that's, that's something that's hard to do, man. And one of the best ways you can learn how to do that is through the breathing exercise, meditation. Although meditation is a very vast term as we discussed mm-hmm. before. Like when so you say meditation. Also, like you said, it's it's mm-hmm. hard to do. You know why it's hard to do? There's another thing. Mm-hmm. Because we haven't we haven't done the work that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. We are giving power to our past to come here, knock door anytime, and then again, you know, make us go through all the emotions. For example, someone telling some stuff about their story and you being triggered with your relationship with your father. Why did mm-hmm. it happen? Now you are, you can feel all this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? So why is this happening? Is because that work hasn't been done. That letting go, you mm-hmm. know, that forgiveness has not been done. I don't think it's about forgiving that, that situation. It's, I don't think with this, because we are talking about my example, it's not about not being forgiving. What you're saying is kind of a different from what I'm saying, because oh, it's actually related to me. What, I, what you're saying, I can understand that. Like, no, no, really, for example, let's, it could be, the meaning could be you saying, okay, what you did could be right. For example, I also got like a lot of slapped mm. by my grandfather. Like I grew up with my grandparents. I would be like, if I don't study on time, don't come back home mm. on time. That's what I'm getting. A lot of sticks. Mm. Well, now I feel like that time I was very angry and mad, but now I feel like I'm very grateful that this happened. Me now, too. like, you know, I, I can go and give back the credit. Yeah. So this is the work we have done. Mm-hmm. You have done the same thing. Let's say, for example, but there are people, for example, mm. let's relate to my own parents. Mm-hmm. My father, you know, and my grandfather, they don't have really great, like, you know, relationship mm-hmm. at all. So all the time the, the blame game is you didn't do this, you didn't do that. Mm. So what is happening there is basically they haven't let go. Mm. They haven't switched the meaning. We could switch the meaning saying this happened to me. That's why I'm grateful mm. that, you know, that because that happened today, I'm in this better position, you know, maybe if that wouldn't have happened, then I, I wouldn't be the person that I am today. Mm. But in, but what um, I have seen with my uh, parents is they did not take it in that way. So now every time when we talk about this stuff, they'll be like feeling the same amount of, you know, rage mm. and anger and all these emotions. And not only that they are um, disturbing themselves, but they're not allowing themselves to feel that love, that kindness and be present and, you know, let go of stuff mm. and move forward. You're holding back, you know? Mm. So that is basically the thing that you have to do with all the events. So that's where reflection comes to the play. Mm. Why people say reflect? Reflection is so important, best to be done every day. If Mm. not, then once in a month or in a couple of weeks is to work on these kind of little things that you have. What do you mean by reflection actually? What do you mean by? Reflection meaning you Mm. just go, you scan what happened. Mm. For example, let's talk about my last week. Um, I ended up going late at work. Mm. 
and my coworker was very mad at me and she mm-hmm. was just like going on and on and i was also pissed off and i was like oh my god you could you know like you're a lady girl i'm not even that late yeah. like you know i'm not even that late it's sometime it happens you know mm-hmm. like you, you can chill down so i was like you know i, I was like oh my god he's going to do a fantastic day and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. she comes and you're starting the day and you're like oh god but then I came home and I was still like having that little, you know, bits of pieces of emotions and mm-hmm. memories that I think. And then that weekend I sat down and I was just doing, as I was doing my reflection, um, mm. I thought of all the good and bad stuff or whatever went through a little quick scan mm. in my timeline. And I was like, okay, this is the thing that is still stalking me, you know? Mm. So I just sat down and I thought, why did I feel that way? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, reflection part one, like, you know, how you do it is you think about the stuff that you did, your actions you took or what mm. circumstances you put into. And now you go, if there's something that's, you know, holding you back and not letting you move forward, means mm. you have to go and you have to see that thing, what it is in there. Let me just see, you know, bits and pieces. So what I found is, okay, one thing is I don't like being told, Well, nobody likes, mm. um, Maybe I was just having this whole expectation of that, okay, it's going to be good and all right. And all of a sudden, you know, um, uncertain thing just happened to me. And the second thing is, where is my empathy gone? You know, so I need to have empathy for her. Maybe she wasn't going through something, uh, you know, good in her life that, um, you know, she just found a little thing. And then like, you know, she was like, okay, crossed out everything. And her energy just poured out to me. So then I thought, okay, that's actually not my problem. Hang in there. That's not a problem. That's okay. There could be something that she might be going through. That's why she might, because she's not something who does like this all the time, you know? Mm. So it's once in a while, why she does this? So I thought I rather than being, you know, holding myself tighter and, you know, not, not, you know, letting myself feel the goodness. Mm. I told her maybe I, I would have a little more, compassion for her you know so i was Mm. like okay that's it hang in there i let go of this you know Mm. um i would wish that she uh, whatever she's going through goes it nice and softly so Mm. that next time when i meet her she's a better person if not then i hope good things happen to her yeah so so that was it so then now i'm in at least a better place saying that i wouldn't be mad at her so that's how you let go so these kind of little activities when you do there could be some you know big activities for example with my own sister like one of my sisters she's really mad at me it's been Mm. like a few months we haven't been communicating it's a lot of like you know dramas Mm. like family drama that happens so you could be experiencing this too so then Mm. i was also mad at her for a little while and then i was like okay again let me just you know Mm. open the whole thing up let's go in there why where it is coming from Mm. and then i was like okay i shouldn't be holding this you know for me i do respect myself i love my sister but i shouldn't be holding this i'm ready to talk to her when she's ready but i still want to send my love and light to her so that when mm-hmm. she's ready you know i'm already there for her so imagine if everybody works on that reflection but how is it going to be untangle all these emotions that is there so that's yeah. where you do all these little works so that what but, happens is mm, you clear a lot of weed out there you can do that because you have mm-hmm. learned this through linguistic programming you know about these things but when you put yourself in the shoes of like a normal person they somehow don't know about this you know 
how can someone like that start doing this you know like analyzing and like it, it it's for people who like normal people who don't know about this or who are not interested in this it seems like an alien thing to them because i have told like someone you know like these things and sometimes some of their reaction is like do you really actually sit down and analyze your emotions and everything they ask that kind of question there's that part always so when how can like someone that, Not only that i'll tell you what you, what you uh-huh. are being told i recently uh, my friend literally told me that oh that's only a thing that saints do <laughs> saints you are you gone crazy baby you know yeah <laughs> even though he's a great friend <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. so this is what i got told mm-hmm. so i totally understand so what i would see is in in a little bigger level okay not not talking about how this thing what mm. i see this is um i don't want to be too political but um if this thing actually are taught in a school mm-hmm. as a part of a health and well-being mm. program mm. Mm. i guess mm. this is going to minimize a lot and a lot of mental health issues you know yeah. relationship issues financial issues you know all sort of issues that they are filtered out you know So do you think like kids would be able to understand this thing even being an adult if you can't understand do you really think kids will understand that do you think kids are incapable to understand remember what they are they don't have critical factor mm-hmm. just in the build up process they are able to absorb for mm-hmm. example what you do is you don't actually have to go and understand it straight away for example um i don't know about you for me i would say like you know when we were taught this is our you know different kinds mm-hmm. of body systems this is how you circular system is you know like all these circulatory system I respiratory system i was like what are you talking about you just you know memorize it but it made sense going on in life mm-hmm. so we don't want to make sure that they get it straight away mm-hmm. but we want them to have it somewhere in the back of the brain they have it as a mm-hmm. backup when they grow up when they mm-hmm. flourish they have all these tools with them that's why we need those kind of programs in that, that makes level more sense yeah mm-hmm. so i would strongly urge the governments to think about it mm-hmm. and you know um you know have their own panels and research done and definitely this is going to bring a better outcome than you know um someone like you know for example it's good that you know they're investing a lot in mental health and well-being mm-hmm. but i think that's not enough it needs to go back you know back to back mm-hmm. uh, with like you know all these um work from like you know secondary school or whenever they want to keep so that the mm. kids while growing up they already are backed up with with this stuff mm. since you talked into the mental health space why do people first what did mental health you keep you hear people talking mental health mental health mental health what is mm-hmm. actually the mental health or what is actually the mental health issue so mental health i think has different aspects to it mm-hmm. um for example um what i would say is that um if we talk in terms of um chemicals hormones mm-hmm. um there's this whole thing where psychiatrists um you know use drugs you know like prescribed mm-hmm. medications to you know balance our hormones so that those hormones are actually the um the results of emotions that we feel mm-hmm. um so if, that's how i would talk in terms of drugs mm-hmm. and like you know hormones mm-hmm. um so there's another part where um therapists you know mm-hmm. psychologists they all come into play and neurolinguistic programmers 
um, and all hypnosis, everything, you know, comes into another part. Mm. So basically mental health is nothing more than, than the way you think, mm. you know, the way you feel, mm. you know, and, um, and where you at, at that state, you know, so that's, mm. that's what I would call a mental health, mm, um, to simplify. Mm. but yeah like again uh going really how you're feeling people, um, emotionally or what mm. are your thought process how does your thought process basically, look like what yeah. does it make you do you know that's basically what is mental health right mm-hmm. basically your yeah your emotions and your thought process how they are mm-hmm. that's what uh, mental health is because end of the day um like i said you can talk in uh, terms of chemicals Mm-hmm. We're actually, um, you know, uh, imbalance in all our chemicals in our body, mm-hmm. especially in our brain. Um, and also, uh, if, if we don't want to talk about that part, we can talk about this, like how you feel or what are your emotions like? That's mm-hmm. mental health. Okay. And what an average uh, human being, what kind of emotions they need to have, what kind of feelings they need to feel. And if it goes out of that, it means mm-hmm. there's an issue. So that's what it's like mental health issues. basically any issue or any thought process any emotions that you might have that is actually causing you to have those negative emotions or negative thoughts that's a mental health issue right mm-hmm. so i wouldn't say it's all negative because again I, this thing comes to play mm-hmm. so to, for a human survival you need negative things so you can't mm-hmm. just be like okay i have got it, like you know something coming up and i have like i'm feeling anxious doesn't mean like oh my god i have this mental issue and like you know i need to see someone and get things like no it's not like that mm. you need healthy amount of you know those little thoughts that are actually going to pull you out of your comfort zone and get things going mm. so what happens is um everything done in right pro- you know uh, proportion is actually good so mm. we didn't have negative thoughts like that we for example uh, human existence um continues long 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 time ago mm. you know so we did not just have comfortable uh you know house to live food to eat we used to be in out in jungle you know uh, we had all these stone age and industrial you know all these things that we crossed and crossed mm-hmm. because here we are so basically our survival needs this thing mm-hmm. so that's why we have those but yeah. we need to make sure that it does not surpass more remember for example if you're having negative thoughts it's actually trying to protect you your physical body mm-hmm. okay and you need to be calming that thought saying hey i am safe it's mm-hmm. just a situation you know i am safe it's just a situation but i can look after the situation don't worry about it mm-hmm. that's how your self talk needs to be okay because like i said survival that's why it's there for it's normal to, to have negative thoughts it's normal to have negative emotions mm-hmm. it it's is just... normal but then when it scares off your existence mm-hmm. you know when it is it goes beyond that control that's when you are like okay you know it's it's a red flag mm-hmm. it's to be done straight away because you never know negative thought could be something else you know mm-hmm. there could be something going on with your like Uh, chemicals in your body mm-hmm. it could be generating that and you might need um someone expert in that area psychiatrist or someone who can help you out to balance that mm-hmm. yeah so, so that's so what from I the perspective from, uh, of the uh, mental neural, health and mental health issues from the perspective of neuro linguistic programming mm-hmm. 
what is actually happening mm-hmm. when a person is having some kind of mental health issue? Well, from the perspective of uh, neurolinguist, from what we say is basically mm-hmm. uh, mental health is like what we do is, for example, if I have a client um, for me, I would act, we actually have a little test that we do. Mm-hmm. So, um, so if that person you know passes that score, then that's um, we take them as a client. If not, then we refer them to um, a psychiatrist or mm-hmm. mental health expert in those areas that he needs okay. or she needs. Um, what I would say is anxiety, hurt, guilt, same, mm-hmm. low confidence, undecisiveness and stuff. Where they come from is these are the little chatter things in your brain somewhere, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so these are the things that actually, you know, slowly, you know, gather up. And mm-hmm. from this little thing, so they just become like massive, massive, massive. And then that's where it goes into like bigger stuff, like massive anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. you know. So what happens with neurolinguist where you want to cut it out, weigh it out in very, you know, little baby sta- stage. Mm-hmm. For example, you're having undecisiveness. We want to make sure that your, this pattern of undecisiveness, you know, is taken out of you and decisive pattern is installed inside of you. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure all these little anxious feelings that you're having before your interview or your career or, or your exams or what are you doing? We want to make sure that you are not, you know, bundling up. I want to make mm. sure that it's actually taken care of in its baby steps. So it's pretty much doing that work on the ground level so that it doesn't chunk up and, you know, it imbalances your whole, whole you know, like hormones and, you know, makes it big chaos. You want to work on that really um, fine level. So that basically, again, come back to doing reflection of yourself, right? That's the ground, mm-hmm. like figuring out That's the ground level and not letting it go. Further. Also, the another point that you touched mm-hmm. on was about you know feeling guilt, jealousy, anger, whatever that is. There is a saying mm-hmm. that jealousy, or you know, even with anger, let's say, jealousy or anger is a kind of a poison that actually affects the vessel it's put in. You know, because poisons mm-hmm. are generally the kind of thing which affects another person and another living being. It doesn't affect the vessel it is in. You know, but anger or jealousy is a poison that affects the person or the vessel it is in. So it's always a good idea to let go of feelings like that. Mm-hmm. So what happens is um, basically, like I said, these are the things you don't only feel those, you know, you don't mm-hmm. only feel those emotions. You actually are you try to your, avoid it. Yeah. In your blood, it's actually running because that amount of chemicals inside, they're like, you know, up and down. So they're mm-hmm. actually triggering so that's what happens you know for uh so we want to make sure that you you are not poisoning your body mm. and it's not only like you're poisoning your thoughts and you're feeling difficult but it's also like you know you're not only hampering your little brain but you're hampering all parts of your body you're poisoning mm. it so you want to make sure that you let go out of your whole system so mm. letting go out of your whole system is really getting it out of your that you know little brain that you have so that Later on, you know, you, you feel more healthier on, and, you know, rejuvenating and, you know, you get to experience life more deeply. Mm. Yeah. And a place to start for all of this is, again, meditation, but breathing meditation for me because that has worked for me. I have been doing it for like a month now. Mm-hmm. Some days I don't do it. It's like in a week, maybe there would be a day or two where I don't do it. Otherwise, I'm always doing it. 
and somehow mm-hmm. it has helped me to you know do that thing reflection or whenever there is a negative thought in my head or negative emotion in my head mm-hmm. because of doing that breathing exercise for like 10 to 15 minutes every day somehow mm-hmm. i'm able to do the process of letting go that you just said how like in when i'm doing that breathing exercise and meditation there are lots of thoughts that are coming in my mind but i just accept all of those thoughts it's like a normal thing it comes it goes you just focus on your breath that mm-hmm. how some that somehow helps you do the same things in daily life if you just keep on doing it for like 10 15 minutes for a long time i guess somehow again you train your subconscious memory or whatever but you somehow mm-hmm. are able to figure out okay i'm starting to have this negative thought i'm starting to have this negative emotion and that's how i have been able to like you know like predict it beforehand and not let it go further because right now mm-hmm. in this covid situation lockdown situation like because i remember 2019 2018 if i was home for like two weeks of time during the christmas vacation or whatever i always had that you know like negative feeling or depressive feeling all the time but somehow this time again the other thing that i do is i keep on getting busy so there is no time for thinking unwanted thoughts the other mm-hmm. thing that has helped me this time is the meditation the breathing exercise that i have been doing somehow it has helped me to reflect on myself better to know my emotions and thoughts better and mm-hmm. root it out before it gets bigger absolutely yeah that is something that you one can do to um you know bring that consciousness within you mm-hmm. so the idea of breathing meditation is nothing more than just to bring that consciousness within your uh, different parts of your body and being present mm-hmm. so the whole idea is um for your uh, body to feel more healthier and you know to work uh, in better way mm. um, when you are thinking something for example mm-hmm. your energy is going outwards mm-hmm. so but when you are just concentrating on your breathing what are you doing you're using that concentration energy in yourself mm. it's inward the more you pull it inwards that's where you are present mm-hmm. that's where you actually know it's, it's it's clear as that your focus is there and now mm-hmm. you can see what thoughts are coming through you know so it just comes and goes and you can actually see it coming and going and you mm-hmm. can navigate what's good and what's bad and with time and practice then if you keep on doing this another 3 months you're going yeah. to be proactive and you'd minute know that where this is coming from also the that's other thing is breathing meditation Yeah. It not only heals you because your energy is inside it means it's healing you. It also, you know, helps improve your concentration, focus mm. on things that you'll be doing in future because you are already aware of what kind of thoughts are and your brain's mm. going to find it more easier to concentrate. Yeah. Because that also, thought before came in and you have the power to see. Mm. The other thing I was thinking about was like somehow that has also helped me to look at things mm-hmm. from a third person's perspective, you know. like someone mm-hmm. outside whoever you are you know like you can always take example of your idol or someone else the thing is that you just get out of the box and see it from outside and actually absorb it instead of reacting to those you know like negative feelings and emotions mm-hmm. out there breathing exercise has also helped me with that actually absolutely like i said you not only absorb um you know your different parts of your body and your breathing pattern but with that you observe the thoughts that are flowing around you mm-hmm. and slowly with that thought what you can see with a bird eye view you can actually see what's actually mm-hmm. happening with time and you'll get better at this once you practice keep on practicing more and more and i'm glad it's already helping you a lot yeah. but with time it's going to help you even more 
trust me and also you know being able to connect with your self-meaning you can connect with whatever you are doing uh, you know you are going to make all your years of your life more better by another let's say 20 to 30 percent more that's there's what it's going to there's so, this is something that i always believe in tell me from your perspective what you think about it mm-hmm. i would suggest anyone out there to at least mm-hmm. go out there and live on your own for like at least six months or so on your own like you cook your own food you do your own thing your own stuff you're paying your own rent and somehow that would help you to actually talk mm-hmm. to yourself because when you're living well, on your I own can... you have to mm-hmm. make decisions you have to do things you know basically make decisions and at that time you actually talk to yourself you know yourself better when you live on your own what's your take on that look there is two things um like i said um you can it's up to you because every mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be like everybody should take the same path mm-hmm. um so if you think that's right for you, you can go for it go for it um but like i said um but then if you have some other better ways to do it Mm-hmm. The end of the end goal is you being present with yourself. That's what we are after mm. with all doing all these things. So, for example, whoever is living with their family or something, let's say someone has a family, they have kids and everybody, you know, what are mm. they going to do? <laughs> they can't go in six months, you know, away from the family. So it doesn't matter where you are. You can actually sit down, give mm. yourself five, 10 minutes, relax. Just think about yourself. Don't think about any other stuff. Think mm. about yours. I mean, just absorb the thoughts. Breathe, observe the thought. Breathe, observe the thought. And also, if you think there are things that are actually coming up and needs to be worked out, you go and get uh, practitioners, and you just you know take it out of the system mm. and you install new thing. So if you keep on doing that stuff, what happens is ultimately, in in coming days, you actually know you know you'll have clarity on mm. what you want, and you'll know what are your limitations. Like we said. Some people, mm. you need to know where your limitations are. So you know this, these are my limitations. Not limitation in a sense like not a good limit, but in boundaries. Mm. This is my boundary. I have it because I love myself. And this is what I can do. Mm. Because if I don't have boundaries, it means my energy is just going everywhere. Yeah. And remember, we always have finite energy. We can't just be spending it on everything. So you, you keep boundaries in those areas. You keep, you know, that's how you become a better version of yourself. And you... Yeah enjoy your life more deeply yeah i think f- for me i think that's only for me again coming to back I, yeah I, like i said I, I, everybody I saw... do it in their own way mm-hmm. if that's what it works with go and do it yeah yeah but then like i said everybody has their own thing yeah. own life situation and depending on the situation you find out where's how it works for you. i like to somehow like you know like force myself to do things because there are times when I need like something like a goal or something, you know, that would you know, keep on motivating me. With that, when you uh-huh. said you like to force something, so when did you actually pick yourself this uh, decision that you like being forced? No, it's not like I like being forced. It's like I force myself to do things, you know, like okay, I like so to play guitar, right? Why, Let me give you an example. Why did you want that? Huh? Why, why did you choose to be forced? because that would help me to grow because that would actually make me to do that thing that I love to do. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an example. So, just for like, what I mean to say with this is no, that... No, no, I, I actually got that. Mm-hmm. Here, what we're trying to say is you actually picked up this is for me. That's what mm-hmm. we're talking about. You picked up 
I like myself to be forced so that I can take this action. Mm -hmm. Remember, but some people don't like to be forced. Mm -hmm. There are people like that. For example, me, I don't like to be forced. That's mm -hmm. why I had to find out all these different ways to do things. So I, last year I had to program all hypnosis thing because I was like, I don't want to force myself, mm -hmm. but I want it to go slowly and deeply mm -hmm. so that I can take action. But you force yourself out. to actually go out and take that class, right? Yeah, but what, no, no, what happens is you, like, you know, some people just like to be forced and do it. For example, like you said, you go out mm -hmm. six months ago, do it, God damn, do it, mm -hmm. you know. For me, I would rather be like, okay, how to skip that, you know, rough and tough part is you can actually go and work on your brain and, you know, insert those all little thoughts mm -hmm. using hypnosis and reprogram your brain. And what happens is if you will see in like a couple of weeks, your thought patterns change. And remember what I said, who you are is actually what kind of self-talk you do with yourself. Mm. So in that way, what happened is I became more comfortable doing things and taking right actions to lose weight. Mm. So that's what it means. So for you, you would choose to take it in a more aggressive way. That's all mm. good because that's your choice. That's mm. also a choice. It's not like you can't, you'll always be that person. It's your choice. You made it. Mm. but you can always switch to something else and try to do it in a different way. Yeah, of course you can do it in a different way. What I mean mm -hmm. when I say that is that you find a way to do things that you have to do, you know, like sometimes, as I said, let me give you an example. When I say that I like to play guitar, but mm -hmm. somehow I wouldn't do that if there is not a concert to play in or there is a program to play in, you know. So I try to find the program. I force myself. It's not maybe force isn't the right word. I find the programs, I find the concerts and I take part mm -hmm. in it. I force myself to take part in it so that I would go and play the guitar, which I already love. You know, it's like finding reasons to do things, you know, because you wouldn't generally do it just like that. But if you have a particular reason for that, you would do it. It's reason. And then another thing is, again, it comes to that part of you that's saying like, this is difficult, you mm -hmm. know? So I want to find alternatives so that you can... And remember, when we say something is easy or difficult, it's because somewhere, you know, back in... It depends like, upon the person. It's subjective. Yeah. We took this belief that this is going to be a little tough for ourselves. <coughs> you know, we mm. did not actually just come up saying like, okay, for example, I want, I like playing guitar, but mm. I only like it during concerts. Mm. You, know, you like playing guitar is one belief that you picked up. Mm. Second belief is you picked up saying, I like it, but playing only in concert that's the second thing that you picked up okay so that's basically my two beliefs yeah so these are the beliefs so when now you go like okay i like playing guitar but i want this so now you're finding alternative parts so that you can like still play guitar mm. and you still like you know engage yourself and do the thing but this little bot is you know like there all i mean to say is the idea is um like you said go take the action but also be mindful that this is something that I picked up and I chose mm. and I'm going to find some alternative solution and I can do it. Cause I have seen a lot of people that I stuck. They're like, Oh yes, let's go and, um, you know, do this adventure. Let's go and do the hike. Mm. But these people never see it. So they love doing hike, mm. but never so up. Mm. Like I've got friends that actually do that. <laughs> so why do they do that? You love, but then there's a, but, so there's uh. what happens. They love the thing, but there's another belief that's actually holding them back. Mm -hmm. 
I'm glad that you're already finding things and like, you know, looping yourself around and then, okay, taking it, overcoming it. But then there are people that they don't understand that these mm. things are actually a belief. You like it, you go for it, but you don't have to be harassed on yourself, you know, mm. being hard and harassed on yourself. You can, there are alternatives that you can work out to let go of that, you know, things that stop you from doing those stuff. Mm. And there you go and release it, you know, let go of that thing that holds you back. And then, there we go. What if we can say that, that bot that you said, mm. but I like to do only in concert. What if that bot go, goes away? Imagine how would you feel? Yeah, you would be playing be... guitar regardless mm. of if there is a concert or not. Yeah. I wonder if that would That's happen. what you would do. Yeah. But then, like I said, if you are happy and comfortable having that butt, that's okay. But mm. if you think that's something, for example, if you were a professional player, that butt would not be suitable for you at all. Mm. You would have okay. to let go. So meaning in a sense, neuro-linguistic programming actually helps you to get rid of all these little, you know, blocks mm. that comes. Yeah. So these are actually called limiting beliefs. So we kind of like chop it off, take it off the table. It's not needed. So here we go. That's what, how it's done. It's basically that. It's basically saying that you can do anything. You know, you, anything is possible. That's it. It's about For example, your belief. I even have, right, exactly. And there's uh, this beautiful um, lady who worked as secret service agent mm. um, for um, CIA. Mm. Um, her name is, I think, Avi Pompers. No. Eh? I think it starts with E, but I think it's Evie Pomper. I follow her on Instagram and I even mm. saw her interview and stuff. She talks about all this stuff that, she, that they use, CIA uses mm -hmm. to actually manipulate <coughs> things, you know, and get mm. things done on time and then mm. accelerate human potential. That's how and they do. It. So, yeah, yeah that's how programming for sharpshooters. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And even like, uh, you know, they do a lot of stuff, human lie detectors, mm. find out things. So there's like, this area is like kind of really broad. I'm kind mm -hmm. of like, uh, just not even in level one. That's what I would say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, but we know what we know. Okay. We are not experts, yeah. but we know things more than, I mean, you know, things more than just general me, you know, like our normal people. You have studied that well, I, more than <laughs> I studied maybe that's why, but yeah, that's my passion too. Exactly. That's why you you are an expert for someone like me who doesn't know any shit. <laughs> I think yeah, we all have areas of expertise. <laughs> yeah, of course. We talk from what we know again, from what beliefs we have, what we have mm -hmm. learned so far. You know. Yeah. It was great, man. It was great to talk to you, Sunena. It was great to talk about all this neuro linguistic programming. I wish everyone would know about this, and if only everyone were able to use this in their daily lives you know how wonderful would that be yeah i hope so yeah yeah thank you biggest for having me and yeah i'm glad that i got to share um what i know and definitely to the people out there if you need any sort of help in letting go of all those limiting um, beliefs that you have i'm happy mm -hmm. to help or guide you towards um you know right experts that can help Mm -hmm. And also never think that you're by yourself, you know, people, everybody is, you know, going through some stuff in their life all the time, you know, it's just yeah. where you are at, but everybody's going through it. Um, everybody um, feels the same emotions. So 
don't hesitate ask it takes a lot of guts though but ask yeah of course that's a good note to end this on thank you very much sunena for your time today see you see you bye <laughs> if you like this video hit subscribe you can listen to the full podcast in youtube anchor apple podcast and spotify